This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. She is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to your Friday Rush Hour. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Our thoughts and uh Yes, prayers go to people that, uh, well, they're experiencing a Cat 1 in uh, South Carolina right now. And the Cat 1 is not normally as dangerous a hurricane as the people of Florida saw blow through the western coast of that state. However, there are surge waters that could come up, so we're going to keep an eye on, on things there. Uh, so far, those that are suffering uh, in Florida still, there's water still on the ground in many sections. We're just now getting a really good look at the devastation, and it is devastating. It is devastating in parts, especially in Fort Myers and other parts there. So far, 21 people are believed to be dead, and that number is expected to rise. So this has been an unusually bad hurricane season. Closer to home, of course, we have had another needless death this time. How many times have we talked about on this program mental illness and the need for the city to govern and to actually do something seriously with mental illness? We've talked about that on this show a lot. So now we have a firefighter, a 60-year-old firefighter, just, just brutally murdered in the streets by a a man who has a schizophrenic history. Of course, he's taken into custody, but that will do nothing to ease the pain of her family and bring her back. And once again, we have a failure of government, a failure of the government to to uphold its duties to protect its citizens. If you look at the continued crime problems, not just in New York, but across this nation, you see a systematic, an unfolding of a systematic failure on the part of liberal politicians to address public safety. I don't care what city you're in. Go to New York. There was another case in New York of a drive-by shooting that 
took the life. We talked about this yesterday with a 17-year-old girl. You have, oh, by the way, there is, uh, you know, Coolio passed, and we have a chilling cut, audio cut. And normally I would bypass this stuff and consider it to be part of the kook world. I'm not going to bypass this. Kook, Coolio had a friend that he was interviewed with. I don't know the guy's name. But apparently they were working on a broadcast about child trafficking or such in Hollywood. And he makes the claim that Coolio was also propositioned to do things that he did not want to do, and this was going to be part of an upcoming expose. Now, for years, we have been hearing from child actors who've grown up and others that there is a major child trafficking and child abuse ring in Hollywood that centers around Hollywood, very powerful in Hollywood. And a lot of people just dismiss it. Okay, this is kookery. I have I have not dismissed it completely, but I've said it's amazing to me that with all of the investigative journalists in America, when you have these child actors and actresses making these kind of charges, that somebody would have looked into it. Now, I don't know where to put this one. But I decided I'm going to play it because this is circulating out on Twitter. It is circulating out on social media platforms. And this is one of those maybe red flag moments where you just say, wait a minute, is there really something to this? So, Kev, let's play this cut and let's see what uh, folks think about it. Go ahead. Roger, Roger. Leo was telling me about how a couple of, Leo was telling I'm not going to say no names, but some big, big top, top hats of the industry were coming at him. Males, by the way, were coming at him asking for sex. You know, uh, they were coming at him talking about some child trafficking stuff. And, you know, we were going to expose it all. There's a lot of shit I know that I want to tell people. It's a lot of things that I want to teach, but I'm afraid. That's Coolio. I'm scared because I, I got four This is Coolio. And I got, I got, and I got, I got children that are in this world. I got people I care about. And they, I got people that I care about that, that, that don't necessarily believe what I believe. Yeah. And, I, and I'm not, I have no fear of death. And I think that those that would oppose my my beliefs, they, they've probably done enough. If, 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 somebody's after me or if somebody's watching me, then they know enough about me to know that I have no fear of death. So killing me don't mean shit. Not just, another just, word, sorry. It was true. Hmm. But I do have a fear of them hurting my family. So I'm mad about certain things. I don't talk about everything I know because I don't I don't want my I don't want nobody in my family to hurt. Okay, that's, that's enough of this. But let me just say this. What is going on in this country? You have his friend saying that Coolio has, had been propositioned by some very powerful males 
in Hollywood to take part in some sex things that he didn't want to do. He's saying himself, on record, he's scared over what he knows, and there's talk about child trafficking stuff, and all of a sudden the guy ends up dead. Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. Maybe he just had a heart attack. We don't know what happened here, but I just find it odd. I found it odd that for years people have been talking about child trafficking in Hollywood, sex trafficking, and now another person, mysterious, another person ends up dead that apparently was getting ready to make some sort of allegations about powerful forces. Look, again, I, I let me just throw a flag of caution up here. I'm not one of these Alex Jones types, never want to be. I have a really hard time with kookery. But I also have a hard time with circumstances where where things like this happen and people are making claims and then all of a sudden they end up dead mysteriously. Just odd, folks, just odd. There's also news today that we ought to welcome congressional Republicans. Congressional Republicans are vowing that they are going to investigate. Finally, hip, hip, hooray, hurrah. Republicans are going to investigate the $637 million alleged pay-to-play scheme involving Governor Kathy Hochul and her deep-pocketed campaign donor if they retake the House. None other than Nicole Maliotokis who voted with the Democrats for that phony infrastructure package that's nothing but a slush fund for Democrats, says, as a taxpayer, it really pisses me off that my governor is paying twice as much for a product than other states are, and the money is going to one of her large donors. It smells so bad. It smells almost as bad as that infrastructure bill you signed on to. The vow comes amid growing calls for local, state, federal officials who remain silent about they will inv- whether they're going to investigate or not to probe how $300,000 in campaign cash to Hochul might have helped the New Jersey-based digital gadgets get a no-bid contract for 52 million COVID rapid tests. That deal first revealed by a local paper, the Times Union, this summer. So finally, Republicans are thinking about if they get the House, they're going to investigate this little, what appears to be nothing more than a cheap pay-for-play deal, pay-for-play with Kathy Hochul. Or you might call this business as usual if you're a Democrat. If you, and we have a lot of listeners in the sixth borough of uh, New York, down in Florida, and all of Florida, if you are recovering from the hurricane and you want to talk about that, that's fine, too. It's Friday. You know, on Russ, we used to do open line Friday. The last thing I want to do is is kind of emulate and and try to copy things that were on the Russ show. But my policy has always been it doesn't, you don't have to wait till Friday. Anything you want to talk about, I'm fair game. Always. doesn't have to be what I talk about. 
800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. A brief programming note, uh, Princess Di is going to be with us tomorrow. She's doing cleanup. (laughs) WABC Talk Radio 77, Bo Snurbly. Yeah, this child trafficking thing, this this Coolio, this, this thing is really troubling. We'll be back in a moment. Don't go away. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Mandrill brings us back. Ochello. There is news about the FBI that should. You know, I've been saying for a long time, what is this from the Bronx? Are you serious? Really? Oh, please have that caller stay there. Yeah. There's news about the FBI today that should trouble everybody if you're paying attention to it. Again, let's see whether this ends up on the mainstream media newscast tonight. There are two stories, actually. One is our dear friend, my dear friend, Brother Louis Gomert, is alleging that there have been the seventh floor of the FBI building over there has just been a den of iniquity. All sorts of sexual uh, uh, harassment cases. And then Jim Jordan is warning about the FBI, too. He says, you know, folks, there have been a number of whistleblowers lately that have been speaking to Republican lawmakers. And Jim Jordan is saying that some of these FBI whistleblowers are being retaliated against. Imagine that. The leading Republican, this news from BizPack Review today, The leading Republican on the House Judiciary Committee, Representative Jim Jordan, Ohio, has accused the FBI of engaging in a purge of conservative employees. Well, imagine that under Joe Biden's leadership. Imagine that under the leadership of Merrick Garland, who wanted to, by the way, declare that conservative parents who were interested in their kids' education and what they were being indoctrinated with at school and sexually groomed at school were domestic terrorists. In an interview with Fox News Digital, the outspoken Ohioan claims the FBI agents who have come forward with claims of abuse and misconduct within the FBI have had their security clearances revoked. In a letter obtained 
by Fox Digital to FBI Executive Assistant Director of Human Resources Branch, Jennifer Moore, Jordan details the alleged retaliation. During the course of this investigation, we have received protected whistleblower disclosures that the FBI is engaging in a purge of employees with conservative views by revoking their security clearances and and indefinitely suspending these employees. Moore, he wrote, had signed off on many of the formal notices for action against these people. As we inform Director Christopher Ray, we take whistleblower retaliation seriously. Therefore, we require that you appear for a transcribed interview as soon as possible. An FBI spokesperson, by the way, has denied the allegations, says the FBI does not target or take adverse action against employees for exercising their First Amendment rights or for their political views to allege Otherwise, it's false and misleading. Who are you going to believe? Are you going to believe Jim Jordan? Are you going to believe Louis Gohmert, who I know is one of the most honest and decent men I've ever met? Or are you going to believe a bureaucrat over at the FBI? Are you, do you think that it would be possible that conservatives would be purged from the... After all, Joe Biden has already said, you MAGA people are a bunch of terrorists that want to overthrow the, in, in, in so many words. The President of the United States has gone on record with his hatred of a certain type of political opponent. Why wouldn't we believe that he's trying to purge them out of government altogether? Especially if they work in the FBI, the same FBI, by the way, that was complicit in trying to remove Donald Trump from office with this phony Russia collusion hoax. Why wouldn't we believe that the FBI has been tainted politically and that they are retaliating against conservative agents inside their own agency? And what do you think the chances are that you're going to see this on the mainstream press outlets tonight or tomorrow or any other time? Closer to home, our Mayor Adams. Mayor Adams. Well, he's finalizing a deal with the Norwegian Cruise Lines. Apparently, the illegal immigrants that are in New York are going to be the recipient of housing on a massive cruise ship. That's going to be docked, not not going to be docked on the west side at the piers there. Oh, no. They're going to dock this one in Staten Island. Just wait a damn second here. You heard me. They're not going to they're not going to dock it in Manhattan. <laughs> they're going to dock this ship, this Norwegian cruise liner out at Staten Island. And what they're saying is, yeah, well, we're going to stack it up with illegal immigrants. Well, with migrants, as they call them. And the migrants will be free to come and go as they want. We're just going to use this Norwegian cruise ship as housing. Get out of here. Telling you the truth. It's unclear whether Adams has already struck the deal 
to use the home port. That's the Staten Island doc, or whether he's just doing this by fiat. He's got to be better. So here we have the biggest border crisis in United States history. Joe Biden is letting immigrants pour in by literally by the millions, literally by the millions, millions of illegals pouring into the United States. And what is Mayor Adams doing about it? Oh, let's make a deal with the Norwegian cruise line. We're going to get a big one of those big super cruise ships. We're going to house them in there and we're going to put the thing in Staten Island. And they are free to wander anytime these illegal immigrants want. They can wander all over Staten Island. We're going to separate them by water and make sure they can't get into our precious Manhattan. Make sure they can't get into Queens, Brooklyn, or the Bronx unless they really know how to get around. We're going to put them as far away as possible in Staten Island, which, by the way, typically votes more Republican than anywhere else in the city. We're sticking with those Republicans over there in Staten Island and call it a day. And, oh, yeah, you you illegals, look, this is just your home. We're not putting any restrictions on you, even though you're in this country illegally. This is your Mayor Adams. Meanwhile, we still have the mentally ill running around now killing. What's unusual about that? Killing people. We still have criminals turned loose by Democrats. And why in the world do people in New York City keep voting for these Democrats? I, I, I continue to ask, I continue to beg some of you Democrats to call us and let us know what you see in these Democrat leaders that you keep electing? This issue of mental illness, look, look, folks, this is one of the state's responsibilities. Instead of being so worried about which gender pronouns to use and how to direct city employees to do that or directing city employees to take mandated vaccines that have, as we are learning, perhaps side effects that could be harmful, Instead of engaging in much of the behavior and spending much of the money that this city is spending, how about the city taking care of its fundamental responsibility to keep the citizens safe? And it's not just New York, and I'm not just blaming Mayor Adams for this. This problem predated Mayor Adams. This problem goes back as long as there is a New York when Governor Hugh Carey, Democrat, decided he was going to release the mentally ill on the streets of the city, immediately New York was plunged into a homeless crisis that it has never recovered from, and we have had problems with mental illness ever since. Places like Willowbrook were shuttered. This is one of the things that the government should be demanded of. People should demand of the government that they be protected from the mentally ill and from the criminal element among us. And yet, the Democrats plan not just New York, Chicago, Atlanta, Detroit, Philadelphia. Oh, have you seen what's happening in Philadelphia? These packs, these roving packs of criminals going into places like Wawa 
and just looting the place. They don't care. It's broad daylight. It's, it's, it's early. They don't care. Now you've got these organized packs of criminals going in the store looting. And what are Democrats around, whether it's California, New York, what are they worried about? They're worried about the she, he pronouns. That's what they're worried about. Gavin Newsom, Gazim Newsom. There's more news on him with the pronoun crowd. Meanwhile, these cities, American cities, are being forsaken. The mentally ill are free to roam and harm. Bands, gangs of criminals now. Packs of criminals are free to wander into the finest establishments of the city that are still open and just rob people blind, smash and grab. And Democrats, they're not worried about a thing. Meanwhile, what do you have the governor of New York doing? Making sure that her donor, well, at least somebody made sure that her donor was rewarded if she didn't know about it, which she claims not to, so that he can overcharge for COVID tests. We had a story yesterday, if you were listening to the program, about how a lot of the pandemic funds are being spent in ways that have nothing to do with public health. This government, from the federal government to the city on down, the government of liberals is impossible of telling the truth to citizens, an impossible task of trying to govern justly. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back right after this. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's frankbrunolaw.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Chances Ah, the voice of magic. Johnny Mathis brings us back on WABC Talk Radio 77. Celebrating a birthday today, Johnny Mathis. Just because my composure sort of slips the moment that your lips meet mine. How old is he, Kevin? 87 years of age. It's amazing. Indeed it is. And he's still performing. He was just out at Westbury recently. Actually wanted to go to that show, just couldn't pull it off logistically. Guess 
You know, I mentioned Louis Gohmert along with uh, Jim Jordan. Representative Gohmert, who we'll talk to in coming days, says the the agency's infamous seventh floor headquarters is like Sodom and Gomorrah. He says he's gotten into double digits, talking about agents who are coming out now as whistleblowers. Agents who've reached out to spill the goods as to what's going on in that place. He says, Louis Gomer says it sounds like Sodom and Gomorrah up there. We've got complaints this week about the sexual harassment, about sexual improprieties on the top floor where the headquarters is. And all the favors and all the intimidation that goes along with the sexual improprieties. He said, these are the last people we need to trust with reigning in the big tech because we've seen the techniques. I have to give them credit, Louis says. There's apparently a tremendous amount of corruption at the FBI and DOJ that has not been reined in. I've got to give them credit when it comes to intimidation and manipulation. They're right there. When we used to call the attorney of the people, when we knew they were not violent, even though they committed very serious felonies, we tell them when to report, and they reported. We didn't use the Gestapo tactics of going in in the dark, beating down doors, dragging them out in their underwear to parade in front of cameras that they leaked inappropriately, leaked information to. He's talking about the way that the FBI is conducting itself lately as they try to go after the January Sixers and the and the people that they think are the Trump enemies. You've seen the way the FBI is doing business. Well, there are people talking in the FBI now, and right now it's heating up. The FBI is allegedly retaliating against agents that are trying to get the truth out about what's going on in the corrupt DOJ and the corrupt FBI. I mentioned this earlier, Gazem Newsom. Newsom has signed a bill protecting transgender youths and families who are fleeing red state policies. And what are those red state policies? Those red state policies mean before you can have children mutilated, mutilated, having their breasts cut off, being given puberty blockers, having their sexual organs removed if they're boys, and turned into vaginas that will never work. That there at least be some sort of state investigation that the state, and by the way, the, 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 the drug Lupron that's used in this has never been authorized for these sex changes. Never. Its use was an anti-cancer use. And all this sex puberty blocker business has never been authorized by the FDA, yet it is widespread. And right now, lawmakers in some states are saying, hey, wait a minute, asking a question that liberals used to ask, what are we doing to the children? And what Gavin Newsom is saying, hey, 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 don't don't answer any questions, come here. We'll allow the children to be mutilated in this state in the name of sexual freedom. We will allow these children to be experimented with. Even though these children are not mature enough 
to make lifelong decisions. This is what California has turned into under Gavin Newsom. Meanwhile, today, yesterday, a federal appeals court heard arguments about the rights of transgender student-athletes. The the ACLU is representing, of course, transgender athletes. The plaintiffs are four young, and get this the way it's being reported in the Washington Post today, the Amazon Prime Washington Post. The plaintiffs are four young, quote-unquote, cis women. In other words, four biological women from Connecticut who are competing in track and field, who say they are being hurt by transgenders being allowed, by biological men being allowed to compete against them. Now that this is in federal court and it's under Title IX, it may be on track to one day get this into the Supreme Court. But as it stands right now, it's in the Federal Appellate Division, and so we shall see what will happen. Let us begin on the telephones. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Good afternoon, James. Good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to share some information with you and your audience. You had opened up with the whole situation with Coolio and the allegations that uh, a lot of prominent people had gone to him uh, looking for Uh, relationships in engaging in pedophilia. Um, I had called you once before and I had referenced Kinsey on this particular subject. And um, unfortunately, I heard something just the other day that uh, in, in the Bible, I wasn't aware of this, that there was a conversation between the evil one, the enemy, and God. And he said that I will destroy your church and your followers. So God asked him, how long will it take you to do that? And he said, about a century. Well, we're approaching that century mark now. And it's very well evidenced in everything that's going on in society throughout the world, not just in the United States. But unfortunately, with the relabeling of the word pedophilia to make it more socially and societally acceptable, this has started again like the frog in the slow-boiling pot of water. And unfortunately, the United States is number one in the world in demand for sex trafficking of minors. And the Biden administration has made it clear. They don't care about that. Second is Europe, and South Africa is third. And Where are you getting these statistics from, Jacqueline? I watch a lot of Christian uh, news. I got this from a news program on the uh, Trinity Broadcast Network called Centerpoint. It's a half-hour news program, and they have very good guests on there. They have topics that the mainstream media will never address and will never cover. Well, one um, thing is clear, and forgive me for cutting you off, one thing is clear is that this something has been roiling and bubbling up in the Hollywood community now. This is going on now past a decade. We had child actors that came forth, and they were quickly muffled 
making allegations that there were rings of pedophilia going on in Hollywood. Okay, so, I mean, I remember reading that stuff at the time and saying, okay, here's one little loose, one screw-loose little actor who's grown up now. And then came another, and then came another saying there's something going on here. Now you have Coolio with this thing dead, and his person that he spoke with saying they were getting ready to expose something. I suppose we won't know, or maybe we'll find out. We've had other people now circling around saying that there's, look, we do know this, and I don't even want to mention some of the things that I've heard because it would be highly irresponsible. But we do know that we have had an unprecedented wave of minors, minor children, crossing the border as part of the millions of illegal immigrants that have poured into this country. Unaccompanied minors. Now, that has been reported widespread in our media. What is unreported is what happens to these minors once they cross the border. There's no set policy about where these minors go. There's no way to track them. And there have been all sorts of reports. And again, I don't talk about a lot of this stuff because I'm waiting for proof. I don't want to see just reports or rumors. But there have been reports that there is no safe system in place by this government to track and keep track of these minors that have entered the country. We do know recently that a 14-year-old girl was repeatedly raped and beaten and severely wounded by a family that was using her for sex trade. That made it into the papers. And that story quickly disappeared. I think it's time that the American people, and I'm starting to ask myself, okay, what's really going on here? What's going on here? You know, it's amazing what the press can and cannot focus on. We can get all this focus on what pronouns people should use. We can get all this focus on student athletes wanting to be uh, uh, in boys' sports, when in girls' sports when they're biological men. We can get reports on Kim Kardashian's butt size. Yeah, there's a, a story today of some group is really annoyed with the social media platforms because they say that they promote Kim Kardashian's naked butt on Instagram, and yet porn it was Pornhub, and Pornhub has routinely people on their site blocked on social media. They say, why do you let Kim Kardashian's porn on Instagram, but our porn can't get on? We can get reporting on all, we can get reporting on all kinds of things in this country. But no one can ever seem to answer the question is what is happening to these millions of children that are these hundreds of thousands of children that are pouring across the border? What happens to them once they're in the United States? So I wonder if the American public are starting to think like I'm thinking, folks, there's a lot going on in this country that we just don't seem to be able to get the answers to. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley, coming back with you right after this. Sometimes we walk hand in hand by the sea And we breathe in the cool salty air Feels a thrill beyond compare. 
This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Billy Davis Jr. along with Marilyn McCoo, who celebrates her 79th birthday today. Marilyn McCoo, they were both in the fifth dimension before they went on as a solo act. The beautiful Marilyn McCoo, 79 years old. Wow, time passes. Remember music radio on the weekends on WABC. Cousin Brucie, Joe Piscopo, Dina Martin, Tony Orlando, all that and more. And, of course, our radio extravaganza tomorrow morning, 7 a.m. Be there. Let's head back to the telephones and go to Cincinnati, Ohio. Mike, how are you? Uh, Most outstanding, James. Um... I get uh, rather frustrated listening to uh, uh, talk radio uh, because I, I know the people we need to reach uh, are not listening. Uh, the people we need to reach uh, probably don't even listen to uh, probably don't even listen to local news um, or national news, uh, and they probably won't even get out to vote. But we got to get these. Uh, Democrats interested in something that we're interested in, and the only way I can see to get through to them is uh, yard signs, and I really think that if the National uh, Republican Committee got out and posted a bunch of signs without names on them, it's just two words, Uh, inflation equals Democrats. Black background, big white letters, every single block in uh, all 50 states. That's the only way we're going to get. Well, I don't know. uh, I think, you know what, I think it's a great idea, Mike. Let me just say this. I think there are a lot of people that are listening. They may not be listening to talk radio. They may not be listening. They're listening to their pocketbooks. They're seeing what happens. This is unmistakably Joe Biden's inflation. This is unmistakably the Democrats' inflation. That is why, despite their attempts at telling us he's having a resounding uh, comeback, that his poll numbers are still weak. This is why, if we, and when it comes to crime, too, they're paying attention. They're paying attention to when people get murdered in their neighborhoods. That's why Jen Psaki the other day was on TV. Now that she's White House press secretary, she doesn't have to lie anymore. And she's saying, hey, if this is a referendum on Joe Biden, we're going to have an ugly midterm. They know. Now, I think what the message that you're sending can be reinforced and that we should be unified. It's amazing how people like you, Mike can come up with a very simple but effective communication and sometimes People that get paid these these consultants for the party that that manage to rake in millions and millions of dollars can't seem to understand how to message to the average American. Thank you for your call. Let's go to Roger in Rockland County. Roger, how are you? How are we doing there, Bo? Good. James, whatever whatever name it works. First of all, love your taste in music. I actually met Marilyn McCoo and Bill um, in Phoenix. Uh, 
like 15 years ago, and lovely people. Um, I, I was calling because I grew up in Astoria, Queens, born two blocks from and lived most of my life five blocks from where this horrific murder was perpetrated. Um, you mentioned mental illness, obviously a major problem uh, that, that caused this kind of, a, of an evil act to happen. My big problem is that I spoke to many of my good friends in Astoria. I don't live there now, but I go there often and I do business there. They all tell me that law enforcement is absent. Um, elected officials couldn't care less. And, of course, that is actually the district in which AOC happens to be the Congress person. And she has done nothing but decry people in uniform, especially cops. I don't know if this AOC is. I, I, I think you may be mistaken about that. AOC's district is in Southeast Queens. It's part of the. They have her representing part of Jamaica, and then it's up through the Bronx. But regardless, she and these progressive Democrats have done nothing but badmouth the police. And of course, we're looking at Mayor Adams, who vowed safety, safety, safety. And every day, the news on New York City streets and the subways. And what's happening gets worse and worse. Curtis sent me a quote as to how people are responding to this. Progressives. Now, we're running out of time today. I'm going to play it tomorrow. So please keep it in my audio folder for tomorrow. The rest of the sound bites we couldn't use today. Roger, Roger. And so um, because it's astounding. You make a great point. I just want to get Tom in from the thank you so much, Roger. Appreciate your call. Tom from the Bronx. I want to get you in here before we have to say goodbye for the day. Tom, how are you? Yeah, I'd like to say that the the hurricanes can actually be directed to areas uh, militarily and for political purposes. And I think that... uh, Tom, can I ask you a question with all due respect, my friend? Yeah. Have you lost your mind? You listen to WBAI radio? No, I can't. Tom. Hurricanes cannot be directed by human beings anywhere. They can't steer hurricanes, Tom. Please, I beg you, Tom, come back to the rest of us. Come back from this place that you're in where you believe that human beings have the ability to say, okay, I'm going to send that hurricane over to New Orleans. And we're going to kill the black people in New Orleans. You know who said that? Louis Farrakhan said that back in the Katrina days. Uh, Tom, hurricanes cannot be pointed to certain places or directed to some certain places. Human beings don't have that kind of power, Tom. I love you, Tom. Have a good day. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurley. Hey, that's it for our rush hour today. The hour, this is the quickest hour in radio. Anyway, we're back tomorrow with three full hours on our Saturday morning radio extravaganza, 7 a.m. Please be here. Remember, Cats at Night up next. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Special prayers for those suffering through the hurricane, which cannot be directed by man. We'll see you in the morning. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.